Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Raptor Cast. My name is Tommy Cartello, and I'm bringing them proudly here to bring to you guys a podcast for the Raptors fan by the Raptors fan. Uh, it's been quite a while, but I'm back here with episode five. As I said on episode four, there that uh, my mother was going in for knee replacement surgery, so it's been a little hectic. I've gotten to the point where I wanted to record the podcast a few times, but I got. Uh, really tired you know getting up really early in the morning doing a lot of stuff so it's uh by the time the nighttime comes and i have a couple moments to myself and a passing out on the couch folks i guess that's the uh beauty of getting old hey <laughs> anyways i'm gonna do a quick rundown i'm not gonna focus too much on what i missed telling you guys because if you're a raptor fan you damn well know what happened how it happened what went on if they won if they lost you know it all guys so i'm not going to dwell on any of this stuff too much i'm going to talk about what we got coming up this week i know we got the uh miami heat game here today that's always a tough game we're laying a 12 point uh we're 12 point favorites which is quite a lot i mean uh Miami always comes out and plays us tight. I think there's no Goran Dragic, though, but uh, that's okay. They still got a really good squad. James Johnson always plays well against us. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, we also have, after that, on Tuesday, we have Memphis. Then we have Golden State. And then we have Cleveland. So I'll talk a little bit more about those games and what I think the outcome is c- could be, what I think it will be, and we'll get on with that. But let's... uh. Let's talk about it. We we had ourselves a little three game losing streak there. Uh, we we went on that Western road trip and we went four and zero, which was a tremendous trip for us out west. It's good quality opponents. Uh, got hyped up by the national media. Uh, they gave us a number one power ranking, and then we come back out and uh, play really shitty in the next few games. So that's uh, the old curse of being labeled number one. Uh, you know, there was some uh, some tough games. A game against New Orleans was really a bad one for us. We got outworked, outplayed. They uh, that team's a tough team, and they run, they gun, they shoot a lot of threes. I really, really enjoy watching New Orleans. I really, really don't like getting spanked at home. That's not fun at all. And we follow that up with the return of the D Wayne Casey. Uh, beauty with coach was back in town. He got a a beautiful reaction. I know Coach was saying that it wasn't a big deal to him. Uh, it's just another game, but damn it, you know it was by the way they celebrated. The worst luck for the Raptors, we love getting bit in the ass, whether it's Vince Carter coming back and hitting game-winning shots or booting us out of the playoffs when he was with the New Jersey Nets, whether it's uh, you know uh, Detroit now beating us with a pretty much, with a buzzer beater by a fucking Stan the fucking man Johnson, right? Or was it Bullock? I think it was Bullock, actually. My bad. Uh, anyways, I'm happy for Coach Casey to get the win. That was really big. Uh, I'm really proud of him there. It's uh, it's nothing like coming back in after being Coach of the Year and getting fired to come back in and take care of business. Uh, we had that game, I think, under control. But uh, once again, bad things are rearing their ugly head against us. Uh, I'll talk about, you know, what I don't like uh, what we're seeing from this Toronto Raptors squad. Uh, we're starting to... <clears throat> Go back to ISO heavy. We're not passing the ball too much. Our assist numbers were down during this stretch right here. But uh, you know what? We righted the ship, though, in a sense. Mind you, we righted this ship with a four-game winning streak right now against not the greatest uh, competition, to be honest with you. It wasn't uh, – they, they weren't number ones. They weren't uh, – they were 500 teams, if not less, right? Uh, but one good record, like we say, you have to take care of business in the regular season against teams that you must beat. 
And, you know, we're 10-0 against teams that are under 500, which is a beautiful thing for us. You have to win those games because then you build yourself a cushion. Building yourself a cushion gets you home court advantage. Home court advantage gives you the Raptors Jurassic Park, baby. Jurassic Park gives you fucking victories. You know how that works, guys. That's for sure. There's nothing better than watching our team in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, uh, that's the that's the number one thing. Get to the playoffs and win in the playoffs. Now, in, in, the, in the next few segments here, I'll talk about the Miami Heat game. I'll talk about some players. I'll talk about Pascal Siakam, the growth of him. I want to touch on the Raptors 905 a little bit as well because the 905 is playing spectacular. Jemma Mahalela got them going really nice down there. Uh, they're, they're running, they're gunning, they're playing D. Malachi is on fire when he goes to the 905. We're talking about Big Boucher, baby. The water boy, as I'm going to call him. He is something special. And I, I, that's like, I, I, I talked about Pascal a long time ago, and I think Boucher is going to be the next star to break out. I don't know if it's going to be one year, five years, but this kid's got talent and abundance of it. An abundance of talent. You can't stop him. Okay, guys. So let's talk about what's going on with these Raptors. They followed, they win a three-game losing streak, which we lost in New Orleans, Detroit, and Boston. The Boston game went to overtime. We should have won that game. Uh, games you don't want to lose against teams that are, you know, it makes us look like we're weak bad teams and we can't beat the good teams so to say quote unquote um you know then we followed up with a four game winning streak against the, uh, the likes of the uh, you know orlando magic and uh you know teams that aren't doing too well uh and then we're talking you know like what's wrong and what's right you know i always predict i always say that the raptors win games when they do you know these certain things uh their defense they hold teams to 42 percent or less they run teams off the, the three-point line. They don't get blown by by opposing point guards, and that way collapsing everything, creating thus creating lanes and open shots for three-point shooters on other teams. Uh, we need to hit shots. We need to, uh, a field goal percentage needs to be, you know, 44% or higher. We need to hit 12 threes a game, and my whole big thing is always, always the assists. The Raptors need to, need to, need to have 20 assists or more. We need to have assists on, I'd say, 60% roughly of all field goals made in the game. But in order to get those assists, now during this losing streak that we had, the assist numbers were down. Uh, the other team's assist numbers were grand. They're great. Their offensive rebounding numbers were tremendous against us. Uh, they were getting out and doing pretty much whatever they wanted. They're playing at their tempos. We weren't playing at ours. Now, mind you, uh, for our assist numbers to be so low during these losing, that losing streak, it's because... We weren't hitting shots. We we were in the bottom third of the NBA and uh, hitting open three-point shots. And that just happens to be, you're just not knocking them down. Sometimes you get in the ruts and shots just aren't falling. As you see in the four-game win streak, uh, you know, capitalized by the last game against Washington, we hit 17 threes in that game. So, you know, if we can always stay consistent with those numbers, now mind you, we need to have a healthy team for that as well. Our rotations are getting uh, mished and mashed and uh, you know, now we have we're getting the Lord's having the full lineup back. We have Kawhi back in. He has never played the, the second game of the full, you know of the of the back to back. We have uh, Norman Powell still nursing the, the shoulder strain, but we have OG came back in. Uh, Freddie's got the toe issue taken care of. 
Uh, Lowry seems to be getting stronger again after a little bit of a lull. So we're getting healthy, and we're starting to get closer and closer to being able to, uh, you know, get a good rhythm for this team and, and be able to uh, get some cohesiveness and some better chemistry. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was stated this week, he said, uh, this is a great step, stretch of games for us because we play a game, we have a day off with a practice, then we play a game again. So every other day we're playing a game, every day in between we have a practice. That's going to build tremendous cohesiveness between the players. It's going to build a chemistry, a trust, a know-how, a know-where that player is going to be without having to see him there. There's not going to be so many little mistakes and, and lulls and dreads on the offensive end. Uh, our, our, our defense is going to get even better because right now we have shown shutdown defense on the bet for the best. We are a dangerous team. We will put everything together and see you later. You know, Kawhi's starting to uh, incorporate himself in the offense a little bit more. He's getting better at uh, passing the ball a little bit. He still gets stuck in his isos, but I mean, when you're a guy that can get a good shot on every possession, you have to take the possessions. That's what I believe, you know. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about, see, that's the thing I always say. The Raptors need to have those factors, the assists, the three-point shot, holding the other team under a certain amount of field goal percentage, running them off the three-point line, and not allowing the likes of the, the, the Kemba Walkers, the dynamic point guards, the Reggie Jacksons, to really feast on us. Uh, when, when Kawhi's not in the game, uh, you can really see that we have a tough time containing those low-by point guards. Kyle really gets exposed with some of those guys and really gets taken to school and taken a task. Uh, and mind you, he's, he has so much on his plate and he does so much for this team. But when you're getting beat at the point of attack, that is what really makes your defense susceptible and what really allows the other offense to get into a flow. You've seen that in that New Orleans blowout. You've seen it especially in the Milwaukee Bucks game. So the Boston game, Kyrie, I mean, when Kyrie gets going, even LeBron said, you can't stop the kid, right? So uh, those are the, the, the things that we, as long as we keep building these fundamentals and, and getting more consistent in these areas, we're going to be a phenomenal team. And really, the way Golden State's kind of running this year, they always say it's tough to repeat, repeat, repeat. The Raptors can get to the finals. You know what, guys? We might see that championship come north of the border. And that's history, my boys. My friends. That is history of all history. That is going to be a parade if there's ever seen one right there. Now, <laughs> excuse me. Let's get back to business. So past that hand here. I want to talk a little bit about Pascal. Pascal, like everybody knows, he's getting he was player of the week there. He's playing tremendous. Last game against the Wizards, they started game planning for him. But in that game plan right there, you know, he didn't have the numbers that he always has. But lately he's been averaging, you know, a high teens, seven, eight rebounds, a couple of assists, a steal, a block. He's really he's getting better and better. But if he's game plan for him, his next step of progression is going to be knowing what teams are going to come at him with and being able to game plan against that. That's your next step of being a great player. Uh, you know, DeRozan knows, Kawhi knows, the Jordans know, the Kobe's know. When you get double teamed, when they take away one thing, it opens up another thing on the court. So as he gets smarter and more wise and being able to deal with these things, he's going to get better at passing. He's going to develop a counter to that spin move when people start game planning for the spin, stop. A little short uh, floater will be great. And, you know, he's, I, I see he's a smart player and he grinds and his hustle is just uh, like second to none. I see this kid being special. 
and I see him being able to do a lot for us in the future. I'm very excited about it. I, I can't wait for it. It's, it's going to be awesome, guys. Uh, you know, I, what are you going to say about this, Steve? Uh, you know, we got this week coming up here. Uh, we got tough teams playing. Miami Heat always play us tough. We, we follow that up this upcoming week of Memphis on Tuesday. Talk about a gritty team. The grit and grind is back. Tisdale left that on them. Uh, we have Golden State, which I think is going to be pretty close to being healthy at that time, and that's dangerous right there because we won't catch them on the downtown. We're going to catch. They're, they're going to have a hell of a game right there. And then we follow it up with, with Cleveland. I predict that the Raptors are going to go. I'm going to say two and one in this week, but don't be surprised if they go one and two. We'll see because Memphis is a team that you cannot take for granted. This team's playing very well. Uh, they're 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 they're. Marcus and Conley are back to being all star guys. Uh, they got a good core group with them. They got a uh, Jones kid, Jalen Jones, I believe is his name. He's incredible. Uh, he can block shots. He's long. He's vicious. Uh, and then you got Cleveland. And, you know, you don't never know. They they upset Philly the other yes last night. So you never know. But you you got to take care of business. If the Raptors take care of business, they they do well with that. So I take that game as a guarantee for us. But the other two are what scare me. If we go 3-0, and then I know the Raptors have arrived, which would be something that would be phenomenal. But we'll see what happens, right, guys? Now, one thing I wanted to touch on, guys, is, you know, how many back-to-backs have we played so far this season, guys? My goodness, right? Not only how many back-to-backs. I'm pretty sure it's five sets of back-to-backs already. But that last four-game stretch, we played two back, two in a row, right? So uh, it's, it's quite the task there. But here's a little stat to throw at you guys. We are 5-0 and in the second game of back-to-backs. I don't think anybody in the league's got a record like that. It's 5-0 and in the second game of back-to-backs. Mind you, those second game of back-to-backs, I'm pretty sure Kawhi Leonard hasn't played in any one of those games. So that tells you a little something-something about this team and how especially like when we come off losses, other than that little fluke three-game losing streak right there, we usually come back solid. And if it wasn't for that buzzer beater in, in, uh, you know, in, uh, with Detroit – and if it wasn't for that damn miss right there by Kawhi Leonard with the last shot against the Boston Celtics, we're not even we're talking about one game losing streak then instead, right? Uh, but also, you know, during the we played twenty games now in the season, we're sixteen and four, our best start ever, our best start ever. We went fifty, I believe we went uh, fifteen and five back in two thousand three, two thousand four. So that's pretty phenomenal. We're 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 coming off good, and like we have not clicked yet, guys. We have not clicked. This team still, when Kawhi starts playing back-to-backs, when they get a little bit more cohesiveness between them, we're talking about a dangerous team. We're talking about a team that is can't be touched in depth, can't be touched on the defensive end. Uh, look, at DeLon Wright is starting to put together games. He's starting to be that DeLon of old. Uh, you look at OG, what he's done in the last few games coming back, is incredible from that wrist strain. 
Uh, he is shooting lights out from three. His uh, uh, decision-making, he's not scared. He's not gun-shy. He's hitting shots when we need him. When our offense hits that little rut, he's starting to hit those threes. And the more and more people start having to run out at him, and the more and more he's getting consistent hitting the three ball, then that's going to open it up. And his explosiveness has come back as well from that knee injury. And uh, he's going to be a dangerous player. I mean, people were talking about, Hey, can we maybe trade for Bradley Beal with this terror of what's going on in the Washington area with the Wizards? And I'm always, like, I mean, you're getting a uh, great all-star in Bradley Beal, but you're either going to be giving up OG or Pascal in a trade like that, and I don't want to get rid of any of them. I mean, we're good enough to contend at the moment, and you don't want to ruin your future when you potentially have the next Kawhi Leonard, you have the next Draymond Green, and talk about Chris Boucher, who's the next Chris Boucher, you know, that kid is going to be something special, and I'm going to touch a little bit more on him in a few moments here, but our future is, is very nice right now, Fred Van Vliet is getting his range back from threes, becoming that knockdown shooter again, and tormenting teams when he goes and drives and he gets those little scoop shots, not to mention his pickup of full court press, that's that Wichita State right there, defense, he gets right up in your grill. But, you know, with that bench and with CJ maybe starting to show some signs of being able to knock down a couple of shots at least, if CJ can get his – I mean, if your 10th guy in a rotation is CJ Miles and then your 11th is Greg Monroe, <laughs> you're not doing too friggin' bad, guys. And, I mean, when CJ will have that game where he knocks down five or six triples and we'll all forget about this shitty little stretch that he's going through. But, you know, that bench is looking nice. It's looking mint. Uh, we're starting to come together. People are starting to define their roles. With this next week of practice and game time, the roles will be defined even further. And I think it's going to be a lot better stuff we're going to see from this Raptors team as they keep building towards the playoffs. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint, as Coach Casey always said. So you got to pound the rock, and you got to keep grinding, and I think we'll be all right. Now let's talk about the 905, guys. The 905 team is doing fantastic. I got a feeling we're going to see another 905 team going to the, to the, to the G League Finals. Uh, they're playing solid defense, they're, they're, but they're, they're, their offense is ridiculous. Uh, Jordan Lloyd, that's down there running the point for them, taking over Lon, Lorenzo's spot right there. Lorenzo did a lot of good, and now he's doing that good for us on the big team. Uh, they have... Uh, Two guys specifically I want to talk about. I'll, I'll talk about this kid first from Louisville that got that came to the NBA. Dang Adel. He is going to be a uh, – I predict he'll be like a Luol Deng type player. He's got the same body build. He's, he's like a, he's a 6'8 or 6'9 forward. Can play the 3-4, can guard the 1-2-3-4. Uh, he's going to be a very good player. His numbers aren't jumping through the roof in the 905, but what he does is a little bit of everything, and I think he's going to be a solid player. You're going to be hearing his name a lot more in the future. Uh, maybe next year gets a call up to the big team. We'll see what he keeps doing if he keeps developing down there, but that's a player to keep an eye out on, guys. If you, wanna, you should really go to the Hershey Center and check out a game as well. They're, they're a very exciting team to watch. It's not just a... Uh, you know, a crapshoot G League anymore. Everybody out for themselves. It's a real team. Real cohesiveness. I think that's my favorite word. That's the word of the day today is cohesiveness. It's my favorite. I'm going to say it again. But uh, I want to talk about the, the future star for the Raptors. And, it, and I hope that they lock this kid up and don't let him go anywhere. Chris Boucher from Montreal is 
gonna be something special. In his time at the at the 905, guys, he's averaging high 20s. He's averaging almost 12 rebounds a game. He's got a couple of assists, but he's got like almost four blocks a game. This guy will come out there, and he's a lanky. You like when you saw Chris Bosh come into the league, and you were like, "Wow, this kid's lanky." No, this kid, Chris Boucher, that plays the four, the five, can play the three as well, is lanky. He's, I think he's six eleven, with like a seven six wingspan, but he only weighs two hundred and ten pounds. But the guy can block anything on the court. As he gets uh, more acclimated to the NBA system and develops structure build strength on top of that skinny frame of his. This guy is going to be something out of the ordinary. This is the future template of, uh, of the basketball player. Uh, a guy that can do a little bit of everything. A guy that can knock down a three. He can smash a dunk over your face. Block anything within a 10-foot radius. And then bring the ball up as well and rebound and assist. This is a new template of really the stretch five. And he's going to be like, I'm just letting you guys know because I want it to be out there. This guy's going to be a star in the NBA. Just keep your eyes on it. And for, for him alone, it's fun to watch garbage time with the Raptors. For him alone, it's, it's, it's worth checking out a 905 game and paying for a ticket, guys. So, you know, on, on the end of that here, I'm going to get going here because I'm ready 10 minutes late for Sunday football, baby. And I got some bets on the go. I'm not going to give you guys any tips for any bets because we all know how that works out. Now, I'm sorry that I wasn't around. I'm sorry I didn't drop a podcast. I'm going to get back into it again. I appreciate anybody that's listening to this podcast. I hope you find it entertaining because it's damn fun for me to do it. And I love doing it. And if you guys keep listening, I'm going to keep doing them. If you don't listen, I'm going to keep doing them anyways. So my name, once again, is Tommy Cartello. You can check it out. You can check out our Instagram at, at RaptorCast1996. Uh, drop us an email if you want, at RaptorCast1996 at gmail.com. Uh, you know, I'll be back in, uh, you know, let's say probably Tuesday I'll be in for episode six to talk about the game against Memphis and talk a little bit more about the upcoming games of the week as well as going over the Miami Heat game. And, uh, you know, I'll come up with a couple of fun topics to discuss, something different, something out of the box. I'm going to attempt to do that. So, guys, have a tremendous Sunday. Once again, I'm Tommy Cartello. Once again, this is the Raptor Cast. Take care. Enjoy your Sunday. Peace out, folks. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire.